Jeannie Flavelle's Hot Commodity Podcast Series. Empowering clients with commercial intelligence, supply chain expertise, and risk management solutions. Good afternoon, everybody. My name is Mike Coughlin, and welcome to our Hot Commodity Podcast Series. Today is December 22nd, 2021, and I'm joined by consultant to the stars, Jeffrey Rosinski. Hello, Jeffrey. How are you today? Hey, Mike, I'm doing fantastic. How about you? I'm doing great. I thought today, Jeffrey, what we would talk about is, did this last week with some others, but let's focus on dairy, cocoa, and energy. And I know on dairy and cocoa, we made some predictions last year of what would happen. So maybe you could cover that with, with everybody and uh, maybe forward looking on energy, what you see. Does that sound uh, pretty good? Yeah, we'll try to review what our calls were from last year, what the uh, the year in general held, and then what our forecasts or projections are as we move into 2022. And we're doing th- all three, dairy, cocoa, and energy. So we'll, we'll consider this the, the speed or the lightning the lightning round. Lightning round. Okay. So which one do you want to start with? Let's lead off with, uh, with dairy. Okay. Go for it. So th- this last year, 2021, I would guess the major feature uh, from this past year was obviously um, the, the significant culling in the herd that we saw uh, with lower um, overall um, numbers. And we've dropped to the lowest levels we've seen in over a year. Um, and for the year, we've actually turned net negative. So we're actually a fewer you know, dairy cows today than we did a year ago. We've lost about 100,000 head at this point. But the good news is we've seen prices sort of re- respond to that culling or the reduction in the herd. And we've seen you know prices generally moving up in an inflationary way with butter now trading north of $2 a pound and with nonfat trading near $1.60. Um, the good news on that, certainly not from a buyer's perspective, but from a, the dairy farmer's perspective, is farm revenues have improved. I think so much so that I, I think we'll probably end this cycle of culling or herd contraction at some point in the first quarter, so in the, in the next couple of months, and we'll see that stabilize ahead of spring and the farmers starting now to start adding head and expanding the herd again as we get into 2022. So I think the, the main thing I think we're projecting or forecasting as we move into next year will be a stabilization of, of the herd first and foremost, and then a recovery or a bounce in those, uh, in those count numbers, in the total number of heifers. And I think we'll hopefully claw back at least half of the reduction. So I would, I would like to think we'll see a 50,000 head um, expansion in the herd from uh, from present levels as we get into 2022. Okay, um, how about for cocoa? Yeah, so um, this you know last crop year 2021. So that was the the crop year that started in October of 2020 and ran through September of this year. Was a bumper year of production in both Ivory Coast and Ghana. Ivory Coast recorded total crop of 2.25, 2.275 million metric tons. And Ghana also had a record um, setting annual year of production north of 1 million tons. Grind, we had predicted or forecast would increase at 1.5%. We lapped that and we we went around the track twice. We actually ended the year statistically on a, on a crop year basis up 3.4%, which is a huge yeah. um, recovery or improvement in, in grind or demand overall. And I think moving forward into the the new crop year, which I'm calling, you know, that's 2021, 22. So that was started in October of this year and will run through September of next year. We're projecting grind will continue to grow, albeit at a more modest pace. I would probably 
put a range around that 1.5 to maybe as much as 2% higher grind as we get into uh, into next year. Okay. But I think generally speaking, the outlook for crops is going to be finally smaller crops th- this season than we saw last season. And most of the, the static or the chatter coming out of Ivory Coast and Ghana is that crops may be down as much as 200,000 tons compared to um, last year's numbers. So overall, I think increase in grind and smaller crops. Mm. And I think that heightens the risk on the balance sheet that we're going to see a slight deficit of, of cocoa as we get into 2022. And if we had to quantify that, we'd probably call it about maybe like a hundred thousand ton metric ton deficit for um, crop year 21, 22. A, a nice deficit. Oh, we will see. Um, how about for energy? I know you didn't give any predictions uh, last year on it, but uh, you're well-versed in energy. So what do you think is going to happen? I know a lot of folks are going to listen to this part for sure. Yeah, and I think the views are are dynamic. I think they're changing daily, especially with the um, COVID Omicron going on right now. OPEC Plus and uh, its its members um, were poised to increase output in response to higher level demand and higher economic activity they were expecting. So they had originally planned to increase output of oil by 400,000 barrels per day, starting as early as January. But I think they've demonstrated a discipline around this in the wake of COVID to not overproduce or overextract and keep their overall supply trailing the economic recovery. So although they're, you know, they've made noise that their economic outlook is uh, optimistic and uh, they're expecting higher um, levels of industrial activity in 2022, I think they're poised to make sure that if we start to go into shutdown mode again because of COVID or things start slowing down or there's less demand for, for travel, that they may not increase output as much as they um, have announced that they will do. So they, I think they can certainly adjust this or tweak this as we go month to month. The Saudis at this point, uh, Aramco, which is the state-owned oil company of Saudi Arabia, recently increased their prices by a dollar a barrel to its Asian customers. And obviously, the main feature last year, this year, which is just ending, 2021, we started the year around $47 a barrel. Uh, we're finishing it up around $70 a barrel. So certainly, that's um, you know showing the signs of inflation from a pricing standpoint. Interest rate environment is going to be changing dramatically. Uh, we're going from 0% um, average rates this last year, 2021. Um, and I think two, if not three, interest rate hikes by the Federal Reserve are expected next year in 2022. So definitely a more hawkish environment, which is going to raise the cost of borrowing and financing. That should keep the lid on economic expansion. So I don't think the, there's a risk that the economy is going to get overheated. And I think some of the stimulus money is also starting to run out. But as we've all seen um, this play out over the last year and a half or almost two years now, COVID Omicron, I think, represents the biggest wild card in terms of what overall global consumption and demand is going to be for industrial output, you know, demand for travel and, and, things, and things of that nature. Certainly a uh, uncharted territory. We've been through it for uh, almost a couple of years now. And uh, boy, it just uh, keeps being a big factor. So hopefully, and we'll pray that you know, we band together and uh, extinguish this thing, hopefully. Anyway. <laughs> that's that's my hope. That is absolutely the hope. Yes, exactly. Okay, any other predictions before? Uh, do you want to even make any Super Bowl predictions? Because because uh, others always do. But do, do you have any uh, predictions there? 
Yeah, I haven't really been watching uh, professional football as much as college football, and I think I'm kind of looking forward to the playoffs on the on the college side. I'm willing to make a projection there, which is I think we're we're maybe shaping up for a rematch uh, between Alabama and Georgia. You know, in oh, the yeah. uh, you know in the New Year's uh, bowl games coming up, which should be a, should be exciting to watch. I don't, you know, hopefully there aren't too many Michigan fans or uh, uh, or yeah. Cincinnati fans out there that are disappointed <laughs> with that projection. But that's my that's my that's my forecast. Yeah, well, I'll I'll uh, I'll go with you on that, and I'll just say George is going to beat him this time. I'll I'll take that one. There you go. Well, hey everybody, thank you, Jeffrey. Number one, number two, everybody have a safe holiday season. Merry Christmas to those out there. And um, as I always like to say, live with an attitude of gratitude. Enjoy every minute, moment with your friends and family. And until next time, take care, everybody. That concludes this podcast episode. For expanded commentary and more detailed information, log on to McKinney Favell's IQ Ingredient Intelligence platform and listen to our Market Insights podcast. If you're not a subscriber, visit bikini-favel.com for more information. And as always, follow us on YouTube, LinkedIn, Facebook, and Twitter.